Hey friends, so do you remember the first time you realized that you needed glasses? These things, maybe maybe you have perfect vision, okay? If that's you, good for you. Hopefully you're a Navy pilot or an astronaut, okay? Perfect vision, great. You know, but most of us, there was a point in our lives where we realized we needed help focusing, with help with our vision. I know for me it was the seventh grade science class, Miss Emser's class, she was writing on this overhead projector and I remember looking at the board thinking, I can't read that, I'm in the back row. But I guess, you know, that's what you get for sitting in the back row. And Katie Murphy was sitting next to me and she's writing furiously all these notes. I'm like, what are you doing? We can't read the board, what are you writing down? She goes, you can't read that? I can read it, Sean. She said, maybe you need glasses. And I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like I play sports and I don't need glasses. Why would I need glasses in school? But sure enough, I went to the eye doctor and they said, yeah. You need glasses. And I remember putting on those glasses for the first time and thinking, wow, this is what the world looks like? I just thought all those bushes were always just going to be fuzzy. Like, I didn't know you could actually see with this such a, such clarity. And, and you know what happened when I went to school? All of a sudden, I started getting good grades. You know, previously to this, my parents were always threatening me with summer school and getting tutors and, right, I got to get my grades up. And all of a sudden, in seventh grade, the only thing that changed, I got glasses, and all of a sudden, I started making the honor roll, and I never stopped making the honor roll. Started making good grades in high school, college, everything, and I think that just illustrates the power of focus. I was less distracted because I could focus now. And it reminds me of two people in the Bible, one who was focused and one who was distracted. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 says this, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. So here's Martha and Mary. They see Jesus is in town. They see this is an opportunity to spend time with Jesus. And so they open their home to him. And Martha's like, oh, well, oh, man, Jesus is here. We got we to gotta clean everything, make sure everything is perfect for him because this is Jesus. And we got to, you know, cook some food. We got to get the grain ready. We got to get the goats ready, you know, milk the cows, I'll do all the stuff. We got to get the water. Okay, we got to maybe make some place for them to, to relax. Maybe they're going to spend the night, place for them to sleep. And, oh, man, she's just busy running around. And there's Mary just sitting at Jesus' feet, just listening to him. So Martha's upset. This is what happens. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Like, Jesus, Martha, Mary, Mary needs to help me, right? Tell her to help me. Verse 41, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Or indeed only one. Martha has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Like, Jesus is like, Martha, like, I appreciate you doing all this stuff for me, but don't you want to spend time with me? Like, that's most important. You're, you're so distracted by all the preparations that are being made. You're missing the reason why you are so excited to host me. You're missing time with me. You know, I'm afraid that in our day and age that that's oftentimes true of us, that we're always constantly distracted by work, by technology, by all these distractions in our world, all the commercials that we're seeing, and it's distracting us from what's most important in our lives. You know, there's a, an old phrase that says this, if you chase two rabbits, you're going to lose both of them. Yeah, if you chase two rabbits, you're not going to get either one of them. 
you got to focus on one and pursue that because then you'll have a fighting chance of getting that one rabbit. So let me think about that. Those rabbits are kind of represent what's important, what we think is most important. What are some things that are most important that we need to spend some undistracted quality time focusing on today? Your relationship with God? Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, your relationship with God, spending undivided quality time with God. I know for me, some things that distract me from focusing on God, one one is my phone, okay? You know, my phone, I'm constantly thinking about like, who's texting me right now? You know, what, what was that notification? Why did it ring? Okay, why did it, you know, vibrate? So sometimes I've got to say, all right, I'm going to spend undivided quality time with God. I'm going to have to put my phone off or put it in another room and just realize, okay, if someone's trying to get my attention, I will get back to them later. This is most important. This is where I'm going to focus right now, my time with God. Did you, did you know that the average person spends, well, they, they, they touch their phone. They touch their phone 2,617 times a day a day, 2,617 times a day, checking it, right? Opening it up. Who's emailing me? Who's texting me? What was that notification about? And we're distracted, right? We're, we're distracted. I, I imagine you've probably seen this. You're in a conversation with somebody and you want their undivided attention. What are they doing? They're looking at their phone, right? <laughs> right. You're trying to have a conversation and somebody's looking at some movie or some video and you're like, can you put the phone down? I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Yes, we're so easily distracted. Oftentimes, with our phones, and just think about our phones for a second. If you have an Apple phone, right? What's on? What's that symbol on the back of your phone? It's an apple with a bite out of it, right? Satan's not even being subtle about it. He's just like, yeah, I love it. Distracting people, and phones aren't evil, but they can be used for evil purposes, from distracting us from what's most important. And so today, that's my challenge. Think about, okay, what's that rabbit that I need to chase? What's that, what's that priority that I need to focus on today so that that relationship can grow? You know, a relationship with God, perhaps it's going to mean you're going to have to get up at 2 a.m. in the morning, a time when you know you're going to have undistracted time where you can just focus on listening to God, spending time with Him, thanking Him, praying to Him, asking Him to work in your life in an amazing way. Maybe for you, you need to spend some undivided quality time with your family around a dinner table and just say, hey, put, we're putting phones away. We're going to turn the internet off in our house and we're going to have a conversation. We're going to ask each other how our day was. How did school, you know, how was school today? Or, right, dad, you can tell some dad jokes, okay? Get your kids laughing, okay? Get them, get their eyes rolling, right? Read scripture as a family and don't, you know, don't read it from your phone. Read it from a physical paper Bible and just say, hey guys, this is what God's word says. What can we learn from it? And listen to God through his word together. You got a spouse, spend some undivided, spend some quality time with your spouse. Don't be distracted by your phone. Don't be distracted by technology and invest in that relationship. Because I'm afraid, yes, that if we chase two rabbits, we're going to lose both. If we don't invest in those things that are most important, our relationship with God, Okay, our relationship with our families, our loved ones. Yeah, Satan's going to take those relationships away from us, or at least he's going to make them less than they ought to be. So let me pray for us, help us, to ask God to help us to focus on him today. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for the story of Mary and Martha and understanding that, yeah, we're busy people. We oftentimes get distracted. So God, help us today to focus on what's most important so we can 
yeah, grow in those relationships and be less distracted and, uh, yeah, experience more of the abundant life your son Jesus died in order to give us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.